Bucknutters. It is Thursday, December 20th, 2018. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. The early signing period has kicked off, and Ohio State was in the mix, hot and heavy. So hot and heavy that the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wolfong, has been on location at 24-7 Sports headquarters in Nashville. Steve, how are you after such a whirlwind day? Good morning. It was awesome yesterday, man. It was uh, smooth. Uh, and uh, I feel good. I'm ready to hit this drive back to Indianapolis and have a pretty relaxing week through the holidays. I'm not. There's no news to really chase right now. And after a stressful last month or so, I feel amazing, man. I feel amazing. You have definitely broken the tape, and uh, arguably the hardest 48 hours of your year is over with. Same for the Buckeye staff. There's very interesting uh, developments as we go here, and, and that is the reaction to yesterday. There are some who think Rome is burning, uh, Rome being Columbus, and there's something Ohio State is doing fine in light of Urban Meyer's impending exit and Ryan Day taking over. We spoke a little bit beforehand. Ohio State will finish with, or at least right now, has the 12th-ranked recruiting class, according to 24-7 Sports, not an area they are used to. They're uh, pretty much templated in as a top-five class usually. But their average per recruit, meaning quality, is number three. So your assessment of Ohio State as a class so far, and is Rome burning? No. Um, you and I talked about it before the show, and I'm a little embarrassed that I didn't notice it sooner, but I didn't see anyone talking about it. Ohio State has the third best class in the country from when you look at they're, they have 16 commits right now, I believe. I would There's not many top 16s I would take nationally over the 16 guys Ohio State has committed collectively. And uh, so I shared that on social media last night, and, and it kind of took off. But I was embarrassed that I didn't notice it sooner, to be honest. I knew Ohio State had a good class. I was just chasing what's Kobe Dean going to do, what's Trey Sanders going to do, what's Zach Harrison going to do, that I couldn't get into the – the details, um, but as an industry, you know, I, all these people are talking about is Ohio State down, and I went and looked at the average rankings uh, per commit last night, and I scrolled down, and I see a big number a little bit lower, and then I look to the left, and it's Ohio State, and I'm like, this is a great class, the, the third best class in the country, uh, pound for pound. Your tweet was noticed and retweeted by a certain outgoing coach. Some of them call him Urban Meyer. So Urban's going to retweet a Steve Wolfong tweet. He obviously felt strongly about it. I also felt strongly about it. I don't get that. If you look at the average numbers of how many guys contribute out of every class, you don't even get to 16. I think it's much ado about nothing. Let's talk about the, the most high-profile key commitment of the day, and that was Dewan Mathis. Picked up nationally as Ohio State is losing the quarterback in its class, et cetera. We'll get into the ramifications of such. Describe to everybody what you think went down with Dwan Matthews yesterday and how he ended up a bulldog. I don't know why, but he didn't want to go to Ohio State. He was trying to flip on Ohio State the week before to Michigan State. Um, that was not an opportunity that was on the table for Dewan as they took Peyton Thorne, a kid out of Chicago. Michigan State did a nice late pickup at the quarterback position for them. Remember that name, Buckeyes, as You'll probably be playing against Peyton Thorne. Um, and DeWan flipped to Georgia. I'm not sure how strong of 
the relationship there is with DeWan. Georgia's offensive line coach Sam Pittman is obviously recruiting the hell out of Oak Park High because Justin Rogers, the five-star 20 offensive lineman, is a teammate of DeWan. So Georgia's certainly been in the building to what degree DeWan was a prospect. I don't know. Georgia was scrambling for a quarterback once the Justin Fields news broke um, that, that he would be leaving the team. They need to add depth to that room. They need bodies. Um, DeWan Mathis is ranked higher uh, uh, by um, rivals than he is by 24-7 sports. Uh, I think he's, he's, uh, he's a long way away from being an impact player under center in college. I think um, – it was not a blow for Ohio State to lose Dewan Mathis. I think it would have took him a lot. He would have been firmly behind Tate Martell and and Baldwin. But you know, Dewan Mathis has ability and and uh, has you know. There's a reason why schools are recruiting him. I just think he's incredibly raw right now. Barring calamity, Dewan Mathis has never taken a meaningful snap at Ohio State. He won't take one at Georgia. Would you rather have Jack Miller or Dewan Mathis? And there's two guys in front of him. He's just not going to play here. The fact that he found a spot that he thinks is better for him, more power to him. And George is going to be very attractive to a, 20, a, high, a highly touted 2020 quarterback, too. So a guy like Dewan Mathis, who, you know, he's going to get the chance to go earn it on the field. But Georgia, an attractive place for a, a, a 2020 quarterback next year because Jake Fromm will be in year three. Maybe he's gone. Maybe the depth chart's wide open for me. You know, the the guys in front of me weren't ballyhooed recruits. So we'll see. I'd be shocked if he ever is the man at Georgia. I guess stranger things have happened. Uh, not a strange thing happened yesterday when all was said and done. Possibly the most intensely covered recruitment we've ever had. One that I was for certain about a month ago that was going to go against Ohio State. Obviously, that certainty was proven incorrect, and so much changed in between or over that last month. Now, Zach Harrison is a Buckeye. How big of a pickup was this for Ohio State? Give us what you feel like the impact will be football-wise and then maybe PR-wise getting the number one player in Ohio after a lot of thought he'd head to one of their rivals. He definitely wasn't coming in November, so it shifted um, in December. This is one time where you point to a game and say, can a game impact the recruitment? Well, it certainly did, in my opinion. Um, Ohio State hammering their rival Michigan uh, inside the shoe with Zach Harrison on hand. I think, uh, you know, um, he had to take a step back, him and his family. And, And let's be honest. There were a lot of people around him that wanted him to go to Ohio State the whole time, and that game made it a lot harder for him to go against the grain. Um, he's a unique athlete, man. He's He's got some unique traits. His uh, He has a lot of upside. He is a major upside guy. He is not one of the best defensive linemen in the country right now, but his ceiling is, is, is maybe the highest in the country. So we'll – We'll see what Larry Johnson and, and Greg Schiano and those guys are able to do, get to work, Mickey Marotti. I mean, Zach Harrison is a physical freak. There's nothing – my friends are tracking football. I've never seen anything like him. He, he is very unique in that regard. But he is not going to come in as, as ferocious as Chase Young came in. But he's got a higher ceiling than Chase Young, and Chase Young's got a shot to get drafted pretty damn high. And, and so that it, it's going to be really interesting to see Zach Harrison's development. You have to rank Zach Harrison high because he's got some special traits and some special 
some special upside. From a PR standpoint, obviously it's big, um, but it's even bigger because the other finalists were Michigan and Penn State, and those are the two programs that have the, along with Michigan State, that are at the top of the league right now, and you don't want to lose recruiting battles to those programs. And Yes, Ohio State's the class of the Big Ten, but that can quickly change, losing a few pivotal recruiting battles. So when you're going head-to-head with, with Michigan and, and Penn State for guys, uh, you there's a different emphasis on winning, winning those recruiting wars. Just as a quick aside, if you look at the two classes, look at the classes that Michigan and Penn State got, Michigan's class is okay. I have to admit, Penn State's class is very good. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, Michigan's got some unique guys, too. Flipping Daxton Hill, Uh, the early signing period, that dude's legit, man. That dude is very legit. But, yes, Penn State, and and here's what I think Penn State's really doing, is they're putting an emphasis on the front seven, particularly the defensive line, because that's where I think that they think they lack from being – one of the being, you know, they're in, they're right now, they're a program that probably falls in anywhere from seven to 15, um, getting them into that top six, um, uh, consistently is having just war daddies, uh, up front on the defensive line and they're getting big bodied, high upside guys, um, and, and, and uh, defensive line is going to be a point of emphasis for them down the stretch, too. They'll take a couple more. They're going to take a couple more defensive linemen. They they have a nice blueprint um, to beat Ohio State, uh, and, and so we'll see how it comes together. But they're for real, man. I mean, Penn State, they're, they're on the right track. I know they didn't have quite the year they wanted this year, but they're going to be good again next year. I mean, they're, they're not going anywhere. They're They're going to be formidable. Yeah, very impressed with some of the guys that got on the edge in particular. Like you said, that's that can be a differentiator. One thing Ohio State has had for sure since the Boses have been here has been an NFL defensive end. They'll have another one next year lining up in Chase Young. That just makes your defense special. So let's finish with this. The most popular name on the Internet yesterday was not even a class of 2019 player. It was Justin Fields, the transfer from Georgia along with Trevor Lawrence on their Georgia native, the top quarterbacks in the country. It was an incredible class for Georgia when it comes to quarterbacks. There is strong rumor out there that he is going to be Ohio State bound. Not too surprising considering he has a relationship with Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins just went through the Ryan Day school, which is going to produce arguably the number one pick in the draft. When you were evaluating Justin Fields last year, what did you think of him as a prospect and I know you're not necessarily covering this story, but if he were to arrive at Ohio State, uh, what kind of impact do you think he could have? So what, what was he as a prospect, and then what, what, what kind of impact do you think he would make if he came now? So at the opening finals, he had as good a quarterback showing as I've ever seen on a camp circuit. The game seemed to be in slow motion for him as he adjusted to the speed around him, uh, and, and he was accurate and terrific to all levels of the field. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is going to go in the first round of the NFL draft. The difference between Fields and Haskins, um, as far as a skill set goes, then there's much more to quarterback than skill set, seeing the field, processing, understanding scheme, having the balls, all of that. We don't know on Fields there. We don't know anything about Fields there. But we do know that Fields is a hell of a lot faster than Dwayne Haskins. That's the one thing he brings to the field that Dwayne doesn't have right now. Fields, I uh, forget his 40 time, but it was one of the best in the country. I want to say it was 4-5 for his position. Um, he's got some juice to him in that regard also. 
Um, so he has all the uh, ability to be really good for somebody. And uh, Ohio State, Ohio State, you know, would be lucky to have him as would anybody. Another quarterback that uh, is on that will be on the transfer market is Jaron Williams from Miami, who had Ohio State as a finalist. He's another that I thought was a really good quarterback prospect coming out. So if Ohio State's in the transfer market, maybe Justin Fields isn't the only name. Now, that's speculating. I'm speculating there. I haven't heard anything. No one's told me anything on either of those guys as far as future destinations. I'm just just saying there's options. Very good point. Jaron Williams, by the way, another Georgia native now looking for a new home. We appreciate Steve dropping by. We appreciate all the work he put in yesterday. Have a good one, Buck Nutters. Gentlemen, take care. Dan, see you all in the front row.